0: Welcome to another edition of the Times Leader Sports Report After Dark. My name is DJ Eber- Eberly, and joining me is my faithful sidekick, John Arzar. Well, well, you're my
1: sidekick. Your I've side- been here longer. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the, so I had the podcast. It, it is still dark out. It's 12, 10 a.m., <laughs> and this is the pro bono version of...
0: <laughs> the After Dark Podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> first, first week of playoffs, week, week 11 of the WVC schedule overall... Before we get into the scores, what are your initial takes?
1: Well, I was up at Dallas and uh, Coughlin. That was an incredible turnaround. I mean, uh, Dallas beat them 54-7 to week one, and, and uh, Coughlin came back 128 nothing, Dominated a good majority of the game. I was going to say, we're
0: starting there. I mean, was, was this something that you saw coming? No,
1: no. And a couple people... I talked to before the game. Didn't see it coming. This one guy asked me, Do "You see any upsets?" And I said, "Not here," and I was wrong. You were uh, wrong. Quarterback Vincent Todd, two hundred forty-one yards rushing, sixty-three-yard punt return, ninety-eight-yard touchdown run to seal the game late in the fourth quarter. Ninety-eight yards. That's like a, that's a backbreaker right there. If you're the Dallas. Well, the, the, I, I think the back was pretty much broken. Then <laughs> it was twenty-one nothing. Dallas got a long pass play, 52 yards, a short hitch. Uh, Coughlin's uh, Raphael McCoy went for the pick, didn't get it. So they got down inside the red zone. Next play, McCoy gets his interception. What do you know? <laughs> and you know what? even worse? Before the 98-yard TD run, J. Cole ran 90 yards for a touchdown and got called back for a holding penalty. So, <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty much dominance there. Yeah.
0: Another uh, picky got wrong. You said going into the podcast. Well, so we're going to talk about the picks I got wrong. I was just gonna, no, no. I was just going to say Wyoming Area was a Teamy thought to be a dark horse.
1: I thought they would playoffs. play much better than 40 forty-two
0: to, no- two to nothing lost to Berwick.
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't really get a chance to look at the box score or read uh, Paul Sokolowski's story yet. I usually do those things on Monday. Anyway, we get it. All right. What? <laughs> here's the thing. Last year, Wyoming Area beat Berwick. Then they played for the, the uh, 4A championship, and Berwick came up to Wyoming area and really manhandled them. So it was sort of like last year. Uh, although Berwick won the first game 17-14, you couldn't expect them to win 42-0, but they did. And now Berwick's home against North Pocono next week. Who beat Pittson area
0: 48-15. This is a rematch of the district title game last year. North, North Pocono-Berwick.
1: No, no. The, was Last year was Wyoming area Berwick. Oh. This is a rematch of probably the greatest high school football game ever. What game Same were we at? Weren't we at Berwick-North Pocono last year? No. Oh, yeah, we were, weren't we? Yeah. That wasn't the district championship? Oh, you know, Every time Berwick and North Pocono plays, I think of 1992. Rod <laughs> Pollis, the year I was born. <laughs> Rod Paulus was the quarterback for Berwick, yeah. went on to Notre Dame. Keith Olsimer was a tight end for for North Pocono, who went on to Penn State and now coaches Delaware Valley. And uh, it, it's on YouTube. It's one of the greatest games I've ever been at. North Pocono won twenty-two twenty-one. Uh, so I never, I didn't even think of that game last year. As, <laughs> <but that laughs> it, you were right because we did have a pleasant ride. We went up through the mountains there. We had a great video highlight package. We, we did because we, we did had the, the ability. <laughs> <laughs> because we were able to have two people there at the game. <clears throat> but North
0: Pocono beats Piston area forty-eight to fifteen. Any thoughts? I mean, this was a great, was a great season yeah, I mean, for the, the Patriots. Yeah,
1: the Patriots can't be. You know, obviously, they're disappointed they lost, but they they got to hold their heads up high. They won six games this year. Uh, they finished six and five, their best record since 2008. First time in the playoffs since 2008. And uh, Nick Barberi has turned the program around. Now we're going to have to see next year, though, the younger kids. He had a pretty good senior class this year. So now we'll see, you know, with a whole offseason with these kids, how things go. Yeah. Next
0: up on tab Valley West sixty three Abington Heights fourteen. The Spartans are rolling.
1: Yeah, this is a, this was a rematch of the five A title game last year. But like I said uh, in our earlier podcast, Abington Heights is way down this year. They only won one game. They give up tons of points. Can't score. Valley West is on a roll now. They head up to Wall Paul Pack, where you know a couple mistakes cost them their game up there uh, a few weeks back and. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to pick because we're going to do that <laughs> later in the week.
0: Well, you sort of already
1: told me anyways, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick Valley
0: View. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up is a couple of sh- shutouts to Wyoming Valley Conference teams. Valley View 51, Crestwood 0, Scranton Prep 42, Myers 0.
1: Yeah, the, the Prep-Myers game pretty much went as expected. Prep is just loaded on, on offense and defense. Uh, I, I thought Crestwood would put up a little bit better battle against Valley View, but, you know, yeah, I really like Valley View – Mm-hmm. going to go down to Berwick for the, for the uh, district championship in a couple weeks. And uh, 51 points, that's impressive against anybody. Yeah.
0: Lake Lehman 27, Western Wayne 26. This had an exciting finish.
1: It was overtime. Went into overtime. Went to overtime. Yeah. I didn't get to read about Western
0: these. Wayne was going. I did. Yeah. So
1: I'll. I'll All right, you'll Western
0: like- Wayne was going for two for the win. And Mr. Kurtz tripped up it was out of Wildcat formation, Wildcat quarterback mm-hmm. of Wester Wayne, and the Black Knights were there to swarm and make the tackle to seal the deal.
1: I guess when you make the tackle on the two-point conversion, you get to be called Mr. Kurtz. Yep. Because you can't remember his first name. <laughs> you said it, not <laughs> me. No, it's, it's, I believe it's Matt Kurtz. It's, it's kind of confusing because you have Matt Kurtz and – Frank cuts right. So I
0: wasn't sure. <laughs> I, I, Frank stuck out. I wasn't sure which way it was to go. I just said Mister yeah, to play but, safe. I didn't be. I, you know, I, it, it could have been nice, but you called me out on it. And what Whatever. I say
1: in the last podcast we did, I, I kept switching back and forth who to pick. Yeah, and I was a two point conversion away from being right. You were, of course. I'm going to call Jerry Gilsky later this week, the leaving coach, and he'll give me a hard time <laughs> because that is the one thing Jerry loves to do.
0: <laughs> Next up, Nanico 58, Holy Redeemer 12. Holy Redeemer's first playoff game doesn't go so great for the Royals.
1: No, we we didn't really. thought maybe be a little bit closer. They played two weeks ago and it was about the same score. This was the Eastern Conference uh, 3A Championship. And I mean, it's a two-win team against a five-win team. So, I, the Eastern Conference, I mean, they need to look, look into this and whether this is whether it's worth carrying on. I mean, they've been going on since the 1920s, but now they're they're putting in teams that, you know, two win teams shouldn't shouldn't right. be playing for a championship.
0: Speaking of the Eastern Conference Championship, this game might have been the most exciting game of the evening. Triple overtime, Northwest thirty-one, Bloomsburg twenty-four.
1: Yeah, and this game was ten ten at the end of regulation, three nothing at halftime, <laughs> and then We're we a turnaround. Just, yeah, then when you get the overtimes, uh, not as bad as the one that was eight years ago. Pitts and and Coffin played six overtimes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How about that. But anyway, uh Dave peacetrack threw a touchdown pass to Brandon Hardeman and then uh for the, the go-ahead score in the third overtime and then uh Bloomsburg went for two. Mm-hmm. And Jake Anderson, linebacker, made a nice stop in the backfield and Northwest uh, you know, they finished and 8-3 and like I said I I think the play the way District two Class A is in a sub regional with District One and they gotta and what they do is they just both play championship games this weekend and they meet mm-hmm. the following weekend right. It'll be Old Forge and um I don't know either Jenkintown or Del or Delco Christian. Uh, they they might want to re-, re look at this yeah, Northwest deserved to be in the district playoffs somewhere. And and uh, you know Maybe they go, they take the, the top team in each district, and then take the wild cards, and maybe you know. So maybe Northwest has to travel down there. But you know, it, it, it's it's a shame that that the Rangers had to play in Eastern Conference instead of districts.
0: Yeah. Last but not least, Hazelton area twenty eight, Williamsport
1: twenty seven, and we talked about Sparky Walk. Yes, we did. Seventy three yard touchdown pass to Damon Horton in the fourth quarter, boosted the lead to twenty eight to. Twenty-one. Williamsport comes back with a touchdown run by quarterback Joe Fagnado with one minute, six seconds left, and Hazel then blocks the extra point. Special teams matters. It does. I mean, it, it, people don't think about that, and you know you don't want to blame the kicker because there's so much things that go on a field. Goal. Oh yes, field goal or an extra point. You yeah, know, be a low snap that the holder can wobble oh. the ball. The line itself. If someone the gets me inside. Yeah. 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 And, Lots you know, aspects. You know, a lot of times they say, oh, "I had a kicker; missed the extra point." You don't know what you know, right? Yeah, but anyway, now Hazelton is going up to Delaware Valley, undefeated Delaware Valley, which was down early against Scranton, and then came back and won by about three or four touchdowns. I can't remember the exact score, so they did, got a long ride up to Delaware Valley next week, and hopefully. Say R. <laughs> I was to say, you know who will join them. We know, <laughs> we know who will join them. Our very own, probably Paul Sokolowski will be going up there because Paul loves to drive. And <laughs> he does.
0: <laughs> and we actually
1: don't have a, a, really a local game. I mean, we have, I mean, Berwick's in our league, but you know they're a good 25 miles away. Same with Valley. The game will be up at Valley View. There will be a game up at Paul uh, All-back while Paul Pack, there'll be a game in Scranton because that's where Lehman's going. They're going to get to play uh, Scranton Prep. And uh, so it's going to be pretty quiet in the Valley in the itself, valley, yeah. but on the outskirts, there's plenty, some plenty, uh, plenty good football games. What I really like, though, I was actually talking to somebody up there. Where I, why doesn't it, I know what the district does. They allow the home team to decide whether they want to play at 7 o'clock Friday or 1 o'clock Saturday. And everybody decides Friday night because that that's traditional. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Berwick, when when George Curry was our coach, he always played Saturday afternoon. Cause he liked to go see his possible opponent live. Right. <coughs> and plus, they'd get a lot more people. And I, I think the district, because there's so many games on on on, on the one night with six classifications, they may, they should consider maybe next year having some of these games on Saturday. I mean, especially like you look at Hazelton area next week. Mm-hmm. Those kids are going to be in school all week mm-hmm. or all day Friday. Then they have to take probably a good two-and-a-half-hour bus ride yeah. up to Delaware Valley. By the time they pack up there, it's what? Maybe 10 o'clock, if yeah. you're lucky. By the yeah. time you get yeah. everybody on yeah. the bus. Yeah. And they're getting home after midnight. Yeah. And if we were doing this live, they'd be able to listen to us. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true. The podcast would be up on their way home.
0: They can t- go on SoundCloud.com or TimesLeader.com for the podcast. But we won't
1: be done with it by then. No, because this is an After Dark podcast. So what we're looking at, we're looking at about five games involving Lyman Valley Conference teams next week. Poor Paul, he won't
0: be back till close to midnight.
1: He'll be back after midnight. Yeah. Poor Paul,
0: maybe he'll stay out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going. I'm (laughs) either going to go to, looking at Coughlin Valley View or um, North Pocono, Berwick. I can tell you where I'll be. Right here. Right here?
0: Right here. Wait for the podcast next week. Well,
1: God bless you.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this edition of the Times of Your Sports Report After Dark. Writers, After Dark.
1: After Dark. And once again, uh, fantasy football. I beat DJ <laughs> rather handedly <laughs> with Josh we'll McCown as my quarterback. You're right. No, that's true. That's true. And a 44 point effort from your defense. Whatever. And Jamal Charles is my running back and Cole Beasley as my receiver. Yeah. So. Yes. When DJ's column comes out Sunday in the Times Leader about fantasy <laughs> football, you know, draw a mustache on him or something uh, this picture Thanks. because it's pretty obvious we know who knows fantasy football <laughs> in this building.
0: And we'll leave it at that. We'll see uh, next. Well, we'll see you next on Thursday. Tom Vanesky will be back. The usual cast and crew. Joe Soprano's got a lot of closing thoughts for you. See you next time. This has been the Times Leader Sports Report after dark. <laughs>